This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central, at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. back live again and i am alive from the dead uh he's back folks dude it was it Welcome was back harley harley is back folks thank thank you to you guys for stepping in crushing it with the interview uh it was it was impossible to try and get any energy to be able to talk long enough on a on a podcast where it wouldn't sound like shit to everybody that does listen to the show uh and uh, honorable mention, I didn't even know this until we were talking on the pre-show. Um, last week's episode uh, with with the KJ Allen interview peaked out at top twenty-five. You said in the nation for, for uh, 29th. 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 Okay. Either way, top thirty is fucking insanity because there's again literally thousands of sports podcasts out there, and so yep. the fact that we peaked out in the top thirty for that KJ interview. Phenomenal. So thank you to everybody that's been listening to that. Everybody that's been supporting the show. That was, that's cool. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And on, and it was on that Friday when the episode was released. So, you know, a lot of people were kind of, once we got the word out that it was KJ Allen interview, I think a lot of people were ready to tune in and kind of hear what he had to say. Yeah. It's just, it's just a lot of follows and whatnot on Thursday night just by saying that we had him and it's coming. Yeah, and then Friday took off for us pretty well, so we got a good jump start Thursday night. So fucking awesome! It's just awesome. It's awesome to see it. Uh, Yeah, because like my favorite. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My my favorite thing is Coach Mosley, his coach at Last Chance. You are and the and 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 Elak Elak did too. Like both Elak, yeah, their basketball program retweeted it, and Coach Mosley liked it. So that was kind of cool to see that light come in. I was like, oh, right. Dude, uh, it, it was cool. Yeah, y- y'all crushed it on the on the on the shows last two weeks. Obviously, we 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 got a good uh, good interaction from the interview. Uh, thank you, everybody listening out there. Obviously, in in uh, iTunes and Spotify land. Um, so then, while while we're on that subject, let's go ahead and get the intro rolling. Um, if you're not already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes. Or if you're just listening on Spotify, make sure you hit that subscribe button. It helps us out. Obviously, the statistics are, are are correct on that. With us moving so high up on on the on the sports uh, podcasts in the, the rankings sport. and stuff. <laughs> um, so, if you haven't already, make sure you're giving us a follow on the Twitter account at tailgate underscore talks. We are also on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to give our personal accounts a follow and hear our own personal takes or rants or trash talk or whatever you want to do with us. On Twitter, uh, Dustin, you can follow him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, you can follow him at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a one. I'm sorry I had to take that away from you this week again, Brooks. I know you had fun mm-hmm. with that one. <laughs> um, 
Let's see. Also, um, if you have any sort of thoughts, questions, anything you want to ask us on the show, or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, uh, we actually, through some of these suggestions, uh, got to got to throwing in some NHL action. Uh, it wasn't through the email, but uh, we do have the email at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. But this is where you get those suggestions into us. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we actually got our first hockey shot bet out of as a result of these kind of suggestions so if you have something you do want to hear from us obviously you can hit us up on the personals or on the on the socials but we do also have the email that you can hit us up with it as well uh lastly as far as social medias and stuff like that we do have the youtube channel that's been popping off a little bit uh we're we're, we're up some subscribers uh the the uh the the betrayal of of sir from 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 that little hippie town uh, that, that had all popped off with like 700 views, uh, the, the KJ Allen interview and that whole, the, those two, those two little parts popped off for like another hundred views. So, um, go check out the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to that. Um, pretty easy to find. I believe you can literally just type tailgate talks into the search bar and it would come up. Uh, lastly, uh, for the intro or before we kick off into the episode, we had our t-shirt, uh, blah, 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 tailgate talks t-shirt giveaway. It's the triple T there. Sometimes it gets me. Yeah. Uh, Mariah, Mariah for sharing on social media, and Chris yeah. for uh, for sharing on Red Raider Sports. So uh, thank you to both of you. Uh, Mariah's been sharing our stuff actually uh, pretty pretty frequently over the last couple of months. She's been she's been pretty active. Yeah, she's been pretty pretty good on that. So thought we'd send one her way, and then yeah, Chris gave us the shout out on Red Raider Sports, uh, posted on there. So I'm sure that did. Uh, some good numbers for us too so we just we appreciate anybody who's willing to throw us our names out there and they are two big ones who did it this week i felt like they both deserved a yeah, little bit absolutely. of a reward for uh for doing that so we we really appreciate their support and you know helping us get our names out there to people who might not normally listen to us so oh, yeah that, chris sharing that on red raider sports the whole kj allen podcast interview was pretty oh, big that's that a cool. lot of our tech yeah thing. Obviously, you have followed the basketball program, and especially the last month, and want to hear from him and about what's going on. So that was huge. Yeah, my dad texted me like Friday morning early. He sent me like a screenshot, and it had you know Chris's post in there. No way. <laughs> and so I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty cool." That's yeah, cool. so dude, we're we're, we're 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 gonna be Red Raider famous by by the end of this show. We're 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 gonna be Red Raider he, famous. He also told me he's gonna try to do that for us like every week. Post oh, that's cool. episodes on there. So, oh yeah, that's good news. Guys at Red Raider Sports that are hearing us, appreciate y'all. Give us follow everywhere else. Yeah. yeah. So Mariah and Chris contact Dustin. He's got those shirts, and he will oh, get we'll, you hooked. We'll, get you hooked up on we that. Can, <laughs> we can reach out to y'all. We'll, we'll we'll send y'all a message about the to get some uh some address or or some sort of way where we can get you those uh Red Raider shirts. Make y'all officially new members of the Tailgate Crashers crew. Uh. And obviously, big supporters of the podcast. So thank you very much for that. Uh, this week's episode, uh, this week's giveaway, we have the NFL draft hot take. So tweet us, write us, post us, reply to us. We're going to have posts, obviously, all week, all weekend long. We'll be talking about the draft. So make sure you put in some kind of reply in there that'll enter you if you haven't already had a chance to become a member of the Tailgate Crashers like Mariah and Chris just now. Make sure you uh, you you hit us up in, on on uh, social media somewhere, 
and uh, just just reply. Let, let, let's get the conversation rolling. Yeah. NFL draft week, baby. This, I love this week. This yeah. is one of my favorites. Yeah. We'll post we'll post tomorrow morning yeah. with uh, with some of those things on Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook. That way you can respond. And then we'll kind of go throughout the week. We'll have your first round hot takes, maybe your second, third round, whatever. And like, just get in on the conversation for your chance. Yep. We'll have to wait to get third round hot takes because then Houston gets in. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's what I'm waiting is for, you know, third, third round. <laughs> um, Unless they trade that one too. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Houston Houston is such a uh, dumpster fire program. I like uh, all of them. The, the only one that's not – is is, is uh, uh, like surprisingly enough the Astros. Anyways, yeah. uh, like like Rockets and Rockets and uh, uh, Texans are. It's it's a very unique show at the moment. All right, guys, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. We're gonna kick it off, Club Red. Gonna take it off, um, kick it off with some uh, Texas Tech basketball. Talk a little bit about the uh, the mishaps with baseball. This is uh, Tailgate Talks, Club Red. <laughs> All right, so Tailgate Talks Club Red. We're going to be talking a little bit about Texas Tech basketball to start the uh, section, or uh, yeah, this little little section off. Uh, we had a new assistant coach hired. Uh, I see that in the notes. Uh, Talvin Hester from LA Tech. Anything? That, do you know anything about this guy, Brooks, at all? Or uh, I haven't heard the name. I don't know anything about LA Tech basketball. But uh, what, what, what do you know about this hire? What do you think? Um, he's an assistant, so, you know, in the world of college basketball, there's not a lot of assistants, you know, their names of. So that's kind of not a surprise, but he has a lot of Texas ties. He's been around. He's was apparently going to like Colorado state or something like that. And then switched up and came here uh, when coach Adams came calling his name. So it just seems like another quality hire, another guy who's got plenty of recruiting ties to the state. You've kind of locked up with like your assistant hires. You got, Coach Peary, who's familiar with the West Coast and has some ties out there. You got Coach Williams, who's got ties with, you know, SEC country over there. And, you know, here in the panhandle with his, you know, Oklahoma State and Mm -hmm. some of the other schools he's been at. And then you got uh, Coach Hester, who's familiar with Texas and has a lot of Texas ties and stuff. So you've got a good base for recruiting. Uh, I think you add another quality coach to uh, quality staff that you've already put it's, together. So it's looking good. And and not to mention him coming from Louisiana tech, maybe his time out there, hopefully kind of had the little bit of an outreach and to where we can maybe start pulling up some, some Louisiana talent as well. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember all of his stops. I, you know, I didn't dive super deep into him, but you know, the most of the tech people that were tweeting it out were, well, you know, happy about the hire and thinking it's a good one. So, um, you know, I'll trust, I'll trust what those people are saying. In the last, I don't know, 10 years with a bunch of new coaches going to places, uh, like Kelvin Sampson at Houston. Yeah. Um, looks like you have yeah, Texas state. So I think that's kind of a good addition because of that to help. Oral Roberts. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. He, he, was there at Sampson's first couple years at Houston. So that's. It seems, it seems, it seems like it's going to be a good look, a good hire. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking up like where he's been 
at in uh, quite a few universities, different colleges, but good good basketball talent. I feel talents, like the Stanford the offer part. used to carry a what little bit more hell? weight than it does right now, uh, and now sorry. gonna mute that later. Talking, shut up. <laughs> Literally click the link. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. Um, but it, it seems like a good hire. He's been been all over, but he's been in some some decent basketball programs, and so I think it's going to be a good move for for the coaching staff yeah. there. But uh, speaking of roster moves. Uh, there is some potential here of Return of the Mac. Uh, we kind of saw this a little bit earlier. I know that uh, last I heard was that he was looking at, uh, uh, Mac McClung was looking at not the transfer portal, but he wanted to see what his NBA draft stock would look like if he went in. Um, has that changed at all, or is he still on that, uh, on, on that fence of trying to go to, into the NBA draft or coming back? Uh, Dustin, it, have you heard anything? No, but it, that's good news that we either know he's going to go play professionally somehow, somewhere, making money playing basketball, or he's coming back to Texas Tech. I think he had kind of a change of heart. I don't know what or who he's talked to that influenced that, but it's, it's the – What is it? What is it? It's the transfer rule that the NCAA is putting into place. You have the one-time transfer unless you transferred last year then you have to go through the waiver process again. And if he, and he would have to go through that. And if he doesn't get waived, then, you know, he's missing another year. And then, so that's kind of the big thing there. I think. Good to know that he's either coming back to play for us or he's going to make money and will not be at another school. And especially that school down South. So that's a plus now, not necessarily coming back yet. So don't get too hyped up about it. But but That's still, it, somewhat good news. I mean, him yeah. him mature uh, him matured another year will be really good, considering the players that we have coming in, and uh, I I think we'll will obviously be a big contributor to the scoring side of things. Yeah, he definitely changes the trajectory of next season. I think if he stays, I think he put together a quality team already, but adding him with this, you know, supposedly up more up tempo offense is going to be key. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he turns you from like hope, hoping to get to the tournament to, all right, this team can, you know, make the tournament and compete in the big 12. So, Do you, you know, th- we'll, we'll see how this draft thing plays out. I personally believe that he should stay and get another year. Cause I don't think, I don't think he's going to get drafted. Um, and if he does, it's going to be one of those things where he's like competing in the G league just to see if he can make a roster. Yeah. That's what um, I was gonna say. Like, how much do you think would would it would it benefit or hurt him if he did stay another year? I don't think it. I, I don't think it hurts him at all to stay another year. I think it's gonna benefit him in the long run. Get another year to develop on some things. Get some input from the NBA teams through this process. Figure mm-hmm. out what he needs to work on, and then kind of go from there. I think whether he stays or goes, he's still going to kind of be in the same situation Yeah. at come next year in the draft, just because his size, but, and, and his scoring efficiency kind of goes up and down at some points throughout the season, but he can definitely build on that and work on some things that, you know, he comes back next year and has a great year. Then who knows? His draft stock's going to probably go up. Yeah. I don't think he gained enough draft stock this year 
which is, no. which which was his hope coming to Texas Tech was to raise that up to be in the first round somewhere, and I, I don't think he raised it enough to to yeah. validate leaving uh, the NCAA or the college scene just yet. Uh, and does, this year is just so tough. There's so many good players yeah, out there team. in the draft. This is a loaded draft, and so I, I think maybe holding off a year might yeah, be yeah. What, the what, best thing. What, what do you think over there, Dustin? I don't know. I think it'd be better to come back just because of the system we're going to be running next year. Mm-hmm. He'll still get the defensive influence that he wants to improve his game that he came here for. And then a way more beneficial offense that will let him literally shoot anytime he wants to, which we yep. would a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I yeah if he can increase his shots, I think that's going to be good. But he was leading Big 12 for most of the year in scoring with how our offense was last year. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine what he could do next year. God. And can you imagine with, with him having KJ under the. Oh, man. Anyways. All right. Uh, I, th- I think there's a lot of potential in him returning. Uh, not in, in him returning, but in his uh, growth if he does decide to return. Uh, so the next thing that we do have to look at as far as roster moves. I see this uh, Adonis Arms from Winthrop. I said it right this time. Uh, <laughs> for those that didn't know during the tournament, it was, it was, it was misspelled in the, in the show notes. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's Winthrop, but I don't know. I guess I'm just going to say Winthrop. And I kept messing it up like four or five times, but they had a good showing in the tournament. They showed up, but they were there. Uh, any, any, do either one of y'all know anything about this guy? I mean, uh, what, 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 what do you know over there, Brooks? I uh, started off Juco, I think, or Division Two, something like that. Went to Winthrop last year. And then, yeah, you know, was on a team that played uh, like five in, five out, kind of. Had a super deep roster, won a lot of games, made it to the tournament. Was a lot of people's pick as an upset. Didn't follow through with that. But uh, from what I've seen of him, he's a pretty athletic six foot six guy who's kind of the do it all type of player that you want. He can guard multiple positions. He can create offense. He can shoot the ball pretty well. Some of his numbers last year are going to be a little skewed because of the playing time, because they had such a deep team. It was, you know, nobody really was just killing it in their minutes there. They were just kind of subbing in, subbing out, kind of like we do. Um, but you know he's a he's a big guard. He's going to be able to get you some offense. He's going to be somebody you can get the ball to, and he's going to create for himself and others. Uh, I think a comparison I heard was uh, Justin Gray, but with more offensive playmaking. Okay. And so that's kind of a that's the type that that fits Texas Tech. He's going to hustle. He's going to play hard. He's going to create good things for you on both sides of the ball. I think he fills in the T.J. Shannon role and void pretty similarly. Yeah. I mean, just maybe not as gifted offensively as TJ could be, but, but I mean, TJ was very off and on also. So yeah. I mean, this guy, this guy has a, was it 20.7 point average? So maybe he brings a little more consistency into that role. Whereas TJ was a little in and out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Never knew if he was going to airball that three or what. So I hope he can kind of fill that role and bring yeah. us help there. But that, hey, what, that gets us up to nine? We're up to nine now? We're up to nine. 
Where, where and he's got an awesome name, Adonis Arms. That's <laughs> fucking sick. If you've seen his arms. Oh, he's... there it is. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see what you're talking about. The the averages being skewed last year, 2019 though, 2019 season, he was yeah, averaging yeah. he so, was averaging 20 points a game. But this last season, yeah, 10.5. Yeah, down a little bit, but yeah, that a lot of mouths to feed at, at Winthrop, I guess. So yeah, yeah. I but so. another quality addition though for this team, I think. I like it. It's a good move. It's a good move. Cool. Um, all right. So uh, let's go ahead. We're, we're going to go ahead and uh, swap over to Texas Tech baseball. Um, we had, uh, I believe, Dustin was at, was at a couple of the games uh, yeah. this last weekend. Uh, Brooks, did you get a chance to go watch these at all? No? Uh, probably probably not a bad thing this weekend. Uh, we, we, had a, we had a rough outing. Uh, we... we we normally do good on Sundays, right? Isn't that normally our, mm-hmm. our like good day? It's pretty. Here's what happens Sunday. Okay. Let's go Sunday, and then we'll backtrack to Saturday when we actually won. Okay. Sunday okay. is really windy out to right field, and I don't know that our hitters got that uh, scouting report because <laughs> um, we were not trying to hit it that direction. Yeah. We basically just hit it to where they were in the outfield. That did not work. <sighs> and they got the scouting report, and they were literally hitting line drives over the right field fence for home runs. So that's how that's how Sunday went. Okay, so um, looking at the score line, obviously Friday game went went pretty poorly. Twelve twelve to four, we lost to uh, the we had the 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 weekend series versus Baylor. Uh, we had uh, last week's game still no yeah we we talked about that before the Oklahoma thing, uh, but this weekend series against Baylor was at home. Uh, obviously 12, four loss on Friday, kind of, kind of not so hot. And we needed, we needed a good big 12 win, but not to mention, it's always good to beat Baylor. Uh, and then, you know, turn it around Saturday with a four, one win. But then, uh, as Dustin just mentioned on Sunday, apparently there was a big, uh, right, right field wind and we didn't, we didn't, uh, decide to lick the finger or toss the, toss the blade of grass to follow that. Um, so unfortunately we do end up losing the series to Baylor. Uh, what do you got, well, let's Dustin? Talk Saturday, because there was some excitement, and some fireworks on okay. Saturday. Oh, what you got? What happened Saturday? Saturday, one quickest baseball game I've ever been to. It was two hours and one minute long. Awesome time. <laughs> but pitchers duel, we're at one to one. Micah Dallas is fired up. He had pitched a great game, even though he gave up some hits here and there. Um, he they scored off a wild pitch. That was all they got off of him. Um, we get down to the eighth inning. They've made some pitching changes. We start to get some runs and finally trying to capitalize on these runs. We get, uh, I don't know if we had one or two outs. We had bases loaded. They intentionally walk. But one, we had guy on second and third. They take a long, real long meeting at home or at a uh, pitcher's mound. Mm-hmm. Catcher goes out there. They're talking. Then the coach goes out there. You got the fans kind of riled up already. Then they decide to make the decision to intentionally walk Cal Conley. So it's like, great. We just did all that work. You're not even going to pitch to the guy. So bases loaded. We get Braxton Fulford up. And second pitch, he just – and you have the fans in 4,500 people cheering hard. All right. And rips one over the third baseman's head into the corner – Get stuck in the fence. Three runs score, and that place went nuts. It was awesome. 
That's my favorite. That's, that's, that's one of my favorite. Like, uh, whenever you hit, get that one impactful hit during a baseball game and literally changes the whole game, changes the vibe, everybody's kind of quiet or pissed off. You had you had Jace Young kind of stirring up some shit with Baylor. What was he, he doing? Was, he was out at second pumping everybody up before pitches. And then as we ripped that one into right field, he's running around – or into left field – He's running around third, like still pumping the crowd up. <laughs> and then, so we get home. Well, all of our bench tries to like come onto the field and celebrate, and you can't do that unless it's a home run. Mm. So the umpire is like, "Yo, everybody, get back!" Like he's trying to calm everything down. Yeah. Well, the Baylor pitcher is behind home plate, like he's supposed to be backing stuff up. Yeah. As he the plays are kind of over and he's trying to walk back out, Jace, I think intentionally kind of bumps into him on the way. No, just like what's up? What's up? He checks him. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Got a little testy there. <laughs> but, All right. And then he shit the bed on Sunday. So good job, baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was fun Saturday. Uh. Uh, no, it's, uh, that, those are fun games, though. We lost Sunday after all that. So we got to get really get it together now with being kind of down in the Big 12 standings and with Texas coming to town soon. Yeah, we're, we're going to definitely need a, going to Texas. a big outing. So um, we had a game earlier today. It was against New Mexico. We obviously did our work against that uh, 10-4 win against New Mexico. But the big thing that we need to be looking forward at is going to be this coming weekend in Austin against UT, uh, number four UT. They've been playing very good baseball this year. Uh, if we if we can get some uh, some wins against them and walk out, Conley had the bomb of the yeah he did. Oh, he had a bomb bomb of the day today too. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, we need to sweep them. To be honest. It'd be great if we could, but either way, a series win. Uh, if we can yeah. get two, two out of three uh, against number four and against a Big 12 opponent, I think that that'll be real big. Um, yeah, just the way our pitching has been, it's just hard to trust anything, yeah. especially on the road, and that crowd's going to be pretty pretty rowdy there. So um, we'll see how they perform, but it's just been so hit or miss with these guys. You yeah. know, Monteverdi can come out and have an awesome game where he can come out and get destroyed by Baylor. Yep. Dallas, Micah Dallas can do the same thing and Mason Montgomery can do the same thing. And they're a bullpen. It's just always a hit or miss with them too. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you're going to have to get out of here with that hook em stuff, sir. Uh, now, um, uh, hopefully, hopefully we have a good outing. I, I think, um, it's going to be hard. It's going to be very, very difficult, but if, if the pitching can kind of keep the runs down, uh, our, our, our bats obviously can, can talk real big at any moment. So, uh, hopefully that goes well. Um, uh, the next series, not next series, but is this supposed to be the makeup game for that other Oklahoma matchup? Yeah. Yeah. I see, I see it as Oklahoma, but not a big 12 thing. See if it happens. Okay. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be an Amarillo. That's going to be Tuesday night against Oklahoma. Uh, and then, uh, after that, we'll be talking with y'all again. So, um, that's going to kind of kind of wrap up Texas Tech baseball and uh, Club Red for now. Uh, what are the odds that a – oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if the betrayer is going to be there or not. Um, but anyways, 
Uh, I I don't think he's gonna show up. I think that that'd be way too way too hot. I think that, that we'd end up probably throwing stuff at him the entire game if we if if uh, if he ends up going to that one. Uh, so big series against Texas. Uh, if you're in Austin, make sure we we try and pack that stadium as much as possible with a sea of red. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's let's, let's try and fill that up, guys. Um, so let's gonna let's gonna kind of wrap up Club Red for for this week. Uh, let's go ahead and look at. Last week's shot bets. We're gonna talk a little bit about the uh, the hockey game that Dustin loves so much, and then turns it around and talks crap about basketball or to us about basketball. Literally right after. So uh, the first shot bet of last week was uh, was our first hockey one. I think it was right. Pretty sure. Yes. Yeah, it was our first hockey one. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. Dustin looking a little happy over there taking that shot. Uh, we're playing the Florida Panthers. Panthers won in overtime, uh, four to three was the final score. And uh, Let's go the, ice the, cats. The ice cats. The, the ice cats brought it home. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess the Ice Cats beat out Dustin's favoritism with that logo of the Hur- Carolina Hurricanes. Um, so the 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 first shot bet, uh, me and Brooks take the win on that one. Dustin took his just took his L shot. Uh, so speak. those, in case uh, you're curious, those listening or those watching, what Dustin just did is how you pay off your shot bet when you don't make a correct prediction. Thank you very much, Dustin. For showing the people how it's done, uh, so uh, these sorry, your turn. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm still still kind of waiting on taking shots. So uh, I literally opened my first alcoholic beverage in in three weeks just now. Um, so second second shot bet game uh, was the Suns versus the Nets. Brooks has his shot ready. Uh, me me and Brooks went went back to back on this one. We both took the Phoenix Suns on this. Nets take the W, one twenty eight to one nineteen, and so uh, this was bullshit. They announced that KD was back like right before the game. Right, started. I thought I that like, too. Oh, oh, such trash, <laughs> such trash. KD came back, scored thirty three points. Like, dude, That's the bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. Suns had been on like four straight road games. I I thought it was I thought it was ass, dude. Like uh, it wasn't fair, but whatever, it's fine. No, uh. KD's not really injured. He hasn't been. He's been resting basically all season. I'm gonna I'm gonna call his injury BS, and that he's just sitting out, just because they have that? like 18 superstars that went over there and signed for for 50 dollars a game. Um. So, <laughs> Nets take the W on this one. Obviously, Dustin takes the W. Me and Brooks take the L, and so that is another shot owed for me. And uh, so, if we're looking at the total shot bets owed right now. I'm still at three. Dustin and Brooks just paid off their one that they owed. I'll be paying mine off soon. Not going to let that accumulate too high. Um, so we're going to be talking. We're, we're, uh, this week's shot bets, one of them is going to be over the NFL draft. We will be discussing that here in a little bit during our NFL segment. That's when we'll make it make our NFL draft bet. But the second one that we're going to be doing this week is going to be the Denver Nuggets versus the L.A. Lakers. Uh, let's take a look here. Here we go. Uh, there it is right there. But, um, if I'm not mistaken on this one, is, is LeBron supposed to be back yet? 
Uh, not that I have heard. I've heard. I've, I've heard some rumors that he might be coming back soon. He might, but it is a, I think it's a Monday night game. Mm-hmm. This one is. So we'll see. They haven't announced his return date yet, but mm-hmm. I, he's lurking. He's he's lurking. Yeah, yeah he's, he's right around. That changes up the bet, though. It, it does. I think it's a big difference if he's on or off the court. Um, so me personally, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take my Lakers on this shot, bet. I think that they, they, they beat the Nuggets on this one. Uh, the Nuggets are your team as well, just so you know. <laughs> I know, but, 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 but I think, I think long-term my Lakers are going to, are going to put out more wins than the Nuggets. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Finally, finally had, uh, decent, early decent early games matchup. where he had uh, yeah. two yeah. teams that were actually, uh, all right. It. So, uh, which one do you want to pick first on this one? Well, we I'm going, going Lakers. I'm going Nuggets. What? Oh, changing it up. I don't think LeBron is going to be back in this game, and if he is, all right. But the Nuggets actually have been playing pretty well since Jamal Murray went down. Uh, so I'll take the Nuggets, and the Lakers have just been surviving without LeBron. And even though they got eighty back, they're still not like killing it yet. So true. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, th- I think AD kind of uh, he, he he had a, a very slow starting first game, but you know he, he had an actual injury, and so um, I, I I watched that game. I, he did okay. I mean, it was only like four points. It was so nothing yeah. crazy, but it was it was it was uh it was coming back. Uh, so that is me and Dustin going Lakers on this one. Wait, Brooks. you picked the Lakers, Dustin? Whoa! Wait, Whoa. what? Oh, I thought I heard you say Lake. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I heard you. Yeah. What do you got, Dustin? Are you taking Nuggets as well? Yeah, I'll go Nuggets. Yeah, all right. Just because I feel like I feel like it's just because I said Lakers already. All right. So, no, nah, I was going Nuggets all the way, hmm. no matter what you said. But <laughs> all right, so it's Dustin and Brooks taking the Nuggets. Me taking the Lakers. Probably being dumb on the choice, but it's fine. Uh, Dustin needs some help catching back up to my shot bets. Anyways, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> cause I was way down there. One shot below you. Um, so anybody, uh, anybody listening out there, uh, needing to pay off a shot bet. Uh, if you need an example, we did recently post a video. We maybe did. Uh, I think we did post that to the main page too. Oh yeah. So it is yeah, there posted it on Twitter so. for your, for your viewing pleasure. If you need any sort of uh, tutorial as to how to pay off a tailgate talks shot bet. Uh, so let's go ahead. Let's, let's jump into into the main part of this episode, the main part of this week, and the news that I'm pretty sure everybody else is wanting to, to kind of dabble into a little bit here. The NFL. Uh, let's go ahead and look into it. This is draft week. Uh, Dustin's favorite time of the year. Uh, my my one of my favorite times of the year. Uh, love the NFL draft. Obviously, I love talking football. Uh, Dustin, take us away here. Um, um, However you want to kick it off, brother. You got some music for me? Uh, we can. I guess we can do a little, a little, little, little. Are you ready for some football? Boom. There we go. go. All right. What do you got for us, Dustin? Someone give us a good rundown of the NFL draft. I know by the time this comes out, we're going to be starting. We're going to be after the first round, starting second and third round on Friday. But we're going to give a quick rundown of a few of our teams. Are they with the Texans? Me with the Cowboys. Brooks, I got you covered with Texas Tech. 
Don't you worry. Thank you, sir. I kind Appreciate of a, uh, kind of a uh, one through ten what we think might be going down there and who might be moving up and down and stuff. So to get through the teamwork, all right, all these Texans are going to be sitting around for a while. Mm-hmm. They are not – they have chosen to not participate and opted out of the first and second round, and they are not going to start until the third round. I don't know why they're trying to do that. I don't think it's a good way to build a team, but they have no first or second round picks. <laughs> <laughs> they need some help at DN and wide receiver. So we'll see what goes on there. Are they looking for anything special out of the Texans this weekend? Um, I still think um, wide receiver is going to be big, big, big. I think that they're going to obviously take the top wide receiver on the board for their very first pick in the third round. Um, okay. I don't, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good top heavy wide receiver draft. And then, but I don't know how I feel about the mid tier, and yeah, so I, don't know I feel like left by the time you get we get to you at that's that's what I'm scared of in this one is that by the time Texans get up to bat and uh, we need the wide receiver, I think that all the top tier is going to be gone, and and again, really good top heavy wide receiver yeah. draft, but as soon as we get out of like about that top five, then then you're not really sure what level of talent you're going to be getting. That'll be pick number like 67-ish. So yep. let's see what you got left there. The Cowboys, they're on the other end of the spectrum with this. They have 10 total picks this weekend, <laughs> starting with the 10th pick. Don't laugh. You traded away your first number three pick. <laughs> You're in a worse position. I know, somehow. But starting still. with the number 10 pick tomorrow night or on Thursday night first round. Literally, they just need any kind of defensive help is what they need. Um, maybe a little bit of offensive line help also, but good God, if they take some dumbass wide receiver or tight end or some shit like that, <laughs> they literally do not care. Anymore. I wouldn't be surprised though, would you? So I'll talk more about who I want them to take at that first pick coming up. Um, Brooks, who you got from Texas Tech coming out, man? Um, names I'm going to be watching that I'm confident will get drafted. It's going to be TJ Vasher. I think he's going to be do what? Yeah. He's super tall. I think he's six. Uh, six right? we, we don't know anything else about him other than that. He's tall. Um, he's the only guy that I'm, he's the main guy that I'm interested to see. Cause I really want to see him succeed. I always really liked him. I just don't think it ever really clicked for him here for whatever reason. But he made some of like the all-time catches that you'll ever see a college player make, and he made them from time and time again. You made them on the uh, biggest pages and like the biggest. Yeah, they weren't like at home or like on the road. They were at the big neutral site, whatever, like Cowboy Stadium or down in Houston. Like they were at huge places. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I'm excited to see where he goes. I, I don't really know. I don't really know what round he's going to go in. I don't think we've got anybody going in the first two days. I think he's going to be a fourth through six, seven round guy. And also Zach McPherson, he's the other guy that I think is actually going to get drafted in that tier two. He was our best cornerback last year, created the most turnovers for us. He's, you know, got a really good family bloodlines with athletes. And so, I'm curious to see where he goes. I think he'll probably be a late round pick. Um, and then I think other guy on the radar to get drafted, of course, is Jack Anderson. 
I, I like looking through stuff today. I don't really know where he'll, he'll probably fall in late round two. Um, but expect our streak of first round guys to stop. Correct. Um, yeah. I had, I had TJ Vasher, Jack Anderson and Eli Howard defensive end going anywhere four to six mid mid rounds, maybe for TJ as high as third round, but I don't see anybody else. I think whoever Jack goes to could be a good situation. I think he, I don't know what happened kind of the last year, kind of like TJ kind of got stunted somehow. But I think yeah. awesome. Zach McPherson I saw was pretty late, like fifth through seventh round pick, but I think he has the most potential out of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I why when's the last time we've had a great cornerback at Tech? <laughs> and he was really good. So low on the list, so. I think whoever gets him late, like in the sixth rounds, are getting a steal out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got four guys to watch for. Now it won't be till Saturday, probably till they get picked. So yeah. get tight. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, no one's moving up to take TJ Vasher in the first round. All right. So <laughs> hold your horses. I don't know. He's a guy that somebody. He's a guy that I would be real excited to get in whatever round they do, just because that potential is there if you can get the right coach to get him to be to bought him, in to get him the ball though like literally with that was that was a big part of our offensive issue at texas tech last year was yeah. not getting yeah. him the damn ball like a eight a and not an s tier receiver but an a tier receiver and we wouldn't get him the damn ball so like he didn't really have yeah. a chance to be showcased at all and so like i do i could see him going <laughs> earlier than fourth like maybe in the third round or maybe 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 like some some team kind of overreaches a little bit desperate in the second late but like i i know i I know he's had too many he's had too many issues throughout college like he's had to miss a lot of games not because of injury but because of like off-field issues that that's going to be the thing that kind of brings him but that's while he'll fall before he rises because of those things because if we know anything about the nfl if they're hesitant on guys who have so many problems like that, unless they're just sure fire, like, yeah, no, it's going to be amazing. The, the draft is just shallow enough on the wide receiver end that, that there's a chance that he gets pulled a little bit earlier than predicted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. And like, he'll be a guy that I'll root for. Cause I really liked him. It's just, absolutely. can you find him the right situation with yeah. coaches who can motivate him? And now, you know, school isn't a part of the issue or equation. I don't uh, – so, yeah. if he just puts all his focus to it, I think it can be a great receiver. Um, he's long and makes crazy catches and has some pretty good speed for uh, his a, size. It's a so. good, good good hype guy. It's a good hype guy. Get, get your get – yeah. uh, And that name, TJ Vasher, that's just a good receiver name. Like <laughs> It is, actually. Um uh, Next, I want to talk about top 10. So I think tomorrow, Arlie, are we going to try to stream the top 10 or are you busy? We can do the top 10. Outside of that, I'd, I'd like to kind of get back to, to uh, uh, my my schedule. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to stay on healthy. past the top 10 either. But uh, I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool doing a top 10 stream. Uh, we, can, we can hit that. Up to the Cowboys. But top 10, I mean, we all know Jags are going to go Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. That's pretty known. It's pretty known that the Jets are probably going Zach Wilson at number two BYU quarterback. I think where it gets interesting is San Francisco at three. They're allegedly taking a quarterback. 
but who? And I think this is what could cause a lot of shit in this draft is if they take Mac Jones from Alabama, I would, which I do not think they should take. I think they should take either Justin, Justin Fields or Trey Lance, who is a way better quarterback and can do way more things past this first year. But if they take Mac Jones, watch for some teams to try to move up to try to get Lance or Fields. Yep. Um, teams like the Patriots were getting rumored a lot, which shout out my buddy Alex Start. I just took a side bet with him. Side shot bet. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Side shot bet if the Patriots move up in the draft. Um, I got them moving up. He's got them staying. Um, but look for the Patriots the bears or the Washington football team to try to move up, you know, that like top eight, eight or nine to try to get one of those quarterbacks that are left over. <clears throat> Cause you got some other teams looking oh. for quarterbacks, but now that like Denver just traded for Teddy Bridgewater, I don't know how much that changes their strategy, but maybe a little. Yeah, that one was a weird one because their picks eight and nine, right? And they're both rumored to be kind of in the quarterback market still, even though the Panthers got kind of don't. Yeah, even though the Panthers traded for Darnold, they're still rumored to kind of want their their owner or GM has said that he wants to make sure the quarterback room is loaded. Um, So they're in the market, and I don't know if Denver is super sold on. Teddy Bridgewater either, so no shot. Isn't a actually legit starter, but not like a star and a stud. Yeah, yeah. Very true. He's not gonna like win you a lot of games, but he's not gonna lose you a lot either. What's what's Atlanta's situation? Oh, that's next. Atlanta's number four. Yeah, I'm looking at them either taking uh, Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of Florida, who's allegedly one of the best players ever to come out in the last like five years and a stud like should be pro bowl hall of famer type tight end guy or they're still shopping it around to try to treat out i mean atlanta's kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere right now with a dead roster but a lot of salary cap they need a lot of help so like do you take this like for sure stud tight end or do you trade out, get a lot for him? Maybe one of these teams yeah. up for a quarterback or for Pitts. Because don't they need they, they need help on defense? Don't they? Like they have a very yeah. good quarterback and a very good receiver still. Yeah, very good receivers because they have plural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so like, watch for him to be on the move Thursday or Friday. Who? Julio Jones. Julio. Really? Yeah, they're going to shop his contract because oh, they are. They're strapped for cash right now, really yeah. bad. If I was them, I would trade him. Trade Julio? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. At this point in his career, he's been an injury liability like the last few years. He's still a good a- receiver when you get him, but, man. So you can get a lot for him. Yeah. So I would say take – depending on what you get there for, take it if it's a big offer or take Kyle Pitts and move along. Yeah. Got a good guy there. Add to an already pretty stacked yeah. offense. Those, those number three and four picks could really shift how this goes. Um, so if you're surprised what your team's doing when you're listening to this Friday, you can probably blame those number three or four picks for what just happened yeah. a lot of the rest of the way for the first round. 
Um, at five, the Bengals are probably going Panay Sewell, offensive lineman. They may go. They may go wide receiver, but they should go Panay Sewell mm-hmm. or the Northwestern um, offensive lineman. Um, just to keep Joe Burrow on his feet. Yeah. yeah. That was that was the saddest roll off I think great, I've ever seen of a quarterback. Great, great offensive lineman, two of them right there. Yep. Have your pick, take one, keep keep your stud quarterback upright. Um yeah, literally like six through nine get interesting. Miami and Detroit at six and seven. Yeah. I have the same things down for them. Wide receiver or trade out. Yeah. Yeah, Dolphins are <laughs> Dolphins are rumored like Jamar Chase is Wait, their number one, yeah. which I would love for them to have that. We got three stud wide receivers there: Jamar Chase, LSU, uh, Waddle from Alabama, and Devontae Smith from Alabama, mm-hmm. who's kind of falling. So he could fall to a good mid round team. Um, why Why is he falling? I thought he was the number one. Six foot, one hundred and sixty six pounds. So just size, size it's just all size. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But you know, also Jamar Chase, who's probably the best receiver in this group, he had the same type of season as Devontae Smith had just the year before. He yeah. sat out last year because of COVID. But I mean, Jamar Chase would be a huge get for the Dolphins because they need some pass catchers for Tua if he's going to develop, and that's a good start. I would love to see him go to the Dolphins. I do agree. Yeah, on that's that where I would expect maybe one of these Patriots Bears football team to trade up to get one of these other quarterbacks. It's yeah. Because the Dolphins and the Lions kind of need a lot of help. Maybe not yeah. so much the Dolphins, but the Lions Fo- for sure. Football team and the Bears are sitting at 19 and 20. Yeah, so you can see them try to bump up for one of these good quarterbacks in Lance and Fields and see what they can do there. Do you think, uh, do you think Fields falls out of the top 10? It's going to depend on San Francisco. Yeah. I don't know. There's, I think San Francisco's throwing as much smoke in the air as they can. Well, they've already, they've already said that that like really early on they said that they're going to have a quarterback competition this year. They said they like five guys in this draft. Yeah, literally, they're they're like we like every single quarterback <laughs> in this draft. Every all of them. And guess yeah. what? We might all be dead on Sunday. So, <laughs> so yeah, it gets interesting at six seven, and then you, we talked about Carolina Denver at eight nine. Maybe they go quarterback. Maybe they trade out because they're good at what they just did and want some more picks. Or maybe they go wide receiver. Be pretty sick if like Denver goes wide receiver with they're kind of starting to get loaded on offense. Mm-hmm. Like Gary Judy, Noah Fant, Melvin Gordon. It's not going to mean anything if you don't have a guy who can throw them the ball. Also true. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, Teddy Bridgewater can throw five yard outs and slants. Yeah. <laughs> Made Robbie Anderson a viable fantasy option last year. So, <laughs> in the wrap up, the, the top 10 is the big time Cowboys. Like I said earlier, they do not take a freaking cornerback here. They literally don't care about winning football games anymore. Like, would you be they, surprised though? The only thing I will accept is if they go offensive lineman. If that Northwestern kid or Panay Sewell is still there and they go that route, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate. That's a good 10-year pick. That's a solid, like, we're okay. But you're going to get smoked on defense still. Yeah. And you have 
some legit corners that are going to be sitting there with Patrick Sertain and um, J.C. Horn at corner. Like, you have a lot of good dudes at corner you're going to have to pick from. Like, just take one of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. All right. and But the thing is that you have – I, and and I, I I'm I'm gonna say this in the nicest way possible without sounding like like just talking trash, but like you just have somebody who is leading that room that loves headlines almost more than winning football games, and so yeah, and like what's gonna sell more that. seats and tickets? They've been better about it since Stephen Jones has taken over. I mean, but but it's a, he's, he's he's still a big voice in that room. Pretty good. You're, you do not need a weapon on offense. That's the only thing I do not want them to go. Don't go trading up for Kyle Pitts or taking one of these other wide receivers that's going to be there. Like, you are going to be fine at all your goddamn weapon positions, like skill guys. Like, take they, they, if, they trade, if they trade up and go get Kyle Pitts, that's them I mean, like being the Blazers <laughs> in the NBA. That's just like, we're just going to be all offense, no defense. Just like screw, you'll have to score more points. But, but uh, okay, Brooks, it's like Brooks, Texas Brooks. Tech, Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> do you, do you, would you be surprised to see that come from any other organization outside of Dallas? No, you wouldn't. I would fucking love it if the Cowboys. That, is, that would be a Dallas Fantasy. thing to do. Fantasy football, that would be like the greatest oh, offense I mean, ever. If they get Kyle Pitts, expect them to look like the mid 2000s Texas Tech teams. Like, we're going to be in 50 yeah. to 40. Like, it's going to be. No, that'd be Pat Mahomes era Texas Tech. Yeah. We're, we're going to lose a lot of games 60 to 50. <laughs> Literally, Pat, Pat Mahomes and Baker Mayfield shoot out every week. So. We, if y'all are listening to this and the Cowboys took a skill guy, I'm probably losing my shit still. They better have <laughs> taken an offensive lineman or one of those corners, and you have a Pro Bowler in your lap already. Uh, <laughs> that helps it's, your team. It's, it's just what else? It, it's it's the only team? team that you you don't know they're gonna make a smart pick. You you hope, and it's there. No, and there's it's a plenty of them out there. I mean, the Jets yeah. are normally one of the teams that will. Make oh, fun yeah. of I mean, the Jags have been picking. They've picked nine years in the top ten. Oh yeah, nine in the last ten years. Uh, so, but there's my wrap up for the top ten. I think I hit all my points actually somewhere in all that good stuff. Yeah, I saw the uh, hold up the paper. What, what's the chicken scratch look like? Like they, it was everywhere. Yeah, you look like you've been taking college notes. Yeah, <laughs> we, got arrows, we got. Look at that. Oh, and there's a well, star and arrow. There's another team that's not drafting tomorrow night that I guess we should mention. That's the Kansas City Chiefs because they traded that pick to get protection for our boy Patrick Mahomes. They traded oh, yeah, their yeah, first round pick to the Ravens. So well, there's, there's uh, to get Orlando Brown Jr. Uh, another guard for them. So they they've they've done a pretty good job at solidifying that offensive line that embarrassed them on that Super Bowl. Yes, and after they cut like two of their other guys, so that's yeah. Like- <laughs> I, I I don't know. I still feel indifferent about it. Like I I feel like them losing in the Super Bowl was valid because of the injury deal that they were having. Like if they were at full force, I think we would have been having a different conversation. Not about oh, like the yeah. final score. I, I think it would have been closer, but like it wouldn't have been this whole. Well, they really, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so like. But they, they, they're doing it right. Yeah, but they, they obviously had a big thing that they had to 
attend to with yep. that offensive line. Oh, like, yeah, that was just definitely. one of the worst games I've ever seen an offensive line play. Yeah. So they had to shore that thing up because they've got a $500 million quarterback back there that they got to protect. Um, so they've, they've made their moves to do that. And, um, you yeah, know, good for them. Yeah. Any that. other draft stuff y'all want to cover? No, no. Um, the only other thing that I, I would I say is going to just... be past the first round, so we'll be on to the second. So, yeah. hope the craziness goes well for your team. <laughs> uh, I, I, when you're listening to this on Friday, hope that you're feeling good about yourselves. Let us know what you thought about your team's first round, especially if you have a terrible team, and <coughs> Julian you react to your your teams. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. I, I think the only other thing I'm interested in is, you know, Dustin's side shot bet here, the Patriots, because yeah. they are not typically a team that likes to make moves yeah. forward in the draft. They usually trade back. Um and so that that is something I'm actually very interested in is to like- see if if Fields is there, do they actually make a move to try to go get a quarterback? I would like them to try to move up and take either Fields or Lance, have them sit a year behind Cam, probably going to get a game or two. And then they get rid of Cam because he's only on a one-year deal and move forward with their new guy. And obviously you have the whole stud quarterback cheap deal help the rest of your roster for the next four years after that. Could be a good situation if they can move up and do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you see, like, I saw earlier a rumor of like the Cowboys and the Patriots, and they've been shopping Stefan Gilmore out there. And yeah. Here's your Pro Bowl cornerback, Cowboys. I could see Go that get. move. I could actually Go see get. that move. That would be cool. smart. Um, um, so, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Brooks. Another uh, oh. not draft news Antonio Brown signed with the Bucks yeah. today. Oh, no deal. kidding! I didn't see that. Whole, whole band is back together. Hell yeah! I like well, it. There, there's there's one thing a particular cowboy fan is leaving out, and that's the great Sean Lee uh, has retired. Retired for three years because <laughs> he's been hurt for so long. I could yeah. care. This <laughs> we already have our replacement Sean Lee and Leighton Vanderesh, and he's picked yeah. up right where Sean Lee left off with already getting hurt and being out for most of the year. So we haven't skipped a beat. <laughs> <laughs> and God, I just had to, just had to bring it up that number 10 pick I'm also going to lose my shit <laughs> again might happen again it might happen <laughs> it might happen oh, because, I, I, I love the Cowboys like like as much as I love to love to talk shit about the them I love the Cowboys player in this draft is a linebacker Michael Parsons from Penn State and god damn it if he's there at 10 and the Cowboys take you I'm like what are we what are we doing <laughs> oh, Jillian, I caught your boo. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know if y'all randomly caught it. Like, if your team, you know, did something dumb, and I was like, "Yep, <laughs> bears." <laughs> uh, no, all right, all right. Are we are we doing Dustin's stat before we do our our pick? Or are we doing it after? Uh, let's do it before because it influence might influence your pick. All right, all right. Okay, so, guys, yeah, this good, is good. Stat that goes with the shot bet this week. Let's go. Oh, shit, all right, all right, all right, guys. It is the moment. It is the time. Take that for data. All right, so our shot bet for this week is in those top ten picks. Will we have 
over or under four and a half quarterbacks taken? Taking the under, you're going four quarterbacks. If you're taking the over, you're going five, right? That's in the top 10 picks. We're not even going outside of that. Now, my stat, and this goes back to the year 2000, so pretty much modern football last 20 years. There have not even been more than four quarterbacks taken in the first round. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So no more than four in the whole first round, all 32 picks. Mm-hmm. We're betting on top 10 picks, four and a half over or under. So with that, there's our stat and our shot bet lead in. All right. Got no, no, Dustin, up. this is your segment. This is uh, what you, you, you take the, take the reins on this one. You mm-hmm. going over or under on this. That was year 2000. You said from 2000 to now. Yeah, They're that's crazy. I would years. expect that at least like a first round to have a wow. No, 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 no. Four. Everybody trades down for quarterbacks. There's was, there was even one year I don't remember what that had only one, one guy. Yeah. Take. That kind of shocked me. I was like, "Whoa, that draft must have sucked." <laughs> hmm. For quarterbacks, at least. I would have figured like one of those drafts that had like Jared Goff and Carson Wentz that would maybe have five because people started to. I mean, yeah. we made those no, guys no, top two picks. A lot of them were. Yeah, a few in the top ten, and then somebody would come scoop in, um, like Lamar like, Jackson at the like end or something. Like that. A mass pick or something, but yeah, no more than four there. Um, Interesting, cool. It's all like I said earlier, going to rely on San Francisco. A what little, they yeah, do at yep, three. Yep. Um, if they go Mac Jones, I see this going over. If they go somebody else, I see this going under. That is exactly how I, my thought process has been and if they go mac jones somebody is going to trade up and try to get trey lance and justin fields because they're like oh we got the chance here if justin fields or trey lance goes nobody's trading up to get mac jones that's why we had to make this a top 10 bet because all five of them are most likely going first round that's probably too easy to get a pick top 10 it could get pretty pretty it's possible it's possible people move up people get desperate for qbs uh, yeah, so, all right, all right, Dustin. I'm going under because I don't think I think San Francisco's going Fields or Lance. I think they're the smoke screen is there for Mac Jones, and I don't think that yeah. if if he is still on the board, no one's moving up to get him. He starts to free fall. So I'm going under, and we're going under four and a half quarterbacks. So I'm going four or less. All right. Uh. Brooks, you want to go next, or you want me to? This is a good one. This I've is got a good one. Time. Yeah, I'm going. I'm with Dustin. I, I don't think. I think this is a huge smoke screen for the 49ers. I think throwing the Mac Jones news out there was to get other teams to panic, stuff like that. Maybe make some teams trade up or stuff like that. I, I don't. I don't see it, and I just don't understand like an offensive guru like Shanahan is going to want to get Mac Jones in there. Um, there was, I mean, no, no shade to Mac Jones, but you know, he was a good quarterback in college. But man, it's easy when you're uh, throwing the wide open dudes left and right, and you got the best offensive line protecting you. Yeah, I think it's just a big smoke screen. So, I think offensive line, the best wide receiver, like three of them, and the best running back, like his job isn't that hard. Yeah, so I'm with Dustin. I think, I think the 49ers take either Justin Fields or Trey Lance, and then nobody. Nobody's going to 
trade picks to go get Mac Jones at that point. They're just going to be like, hey, if he falls to me, he falls to me. I only see Trey Lance being the, you know, whoever doesn't get drafted in that third spot, Trey Lance or Justin Fields will go, you know, maybe to Lance is the even Broncos like, or whatever. I feel like unless somebody really wants him, like the Patriots, I see going, but he's not a starter this year. He's a one extra one year guy. I also think all this Justin Fields like falling out stuff is also oh, right. a big smoke screen. I, I don't, I don't, I think people are just trying to lower his value, so maybe they can get him. But it's it's that top ten thing. Because I could see I could see another quarterback getting taken like eleven or twelve. Fuck. Yeah, it's just it's tough because like, I mean, you look at it, yeah, you look at it. That, like, a lot of the teams after that don't really need it. Yeah, but the but thing that makes it safe is so there's like three teams, three or four teams in the top ten that don't need a quarterback. There's the Cowboys, the Dolphins, thing the is, uh, Lions. 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 Lions might need a backup. Yeah, and what if the Falcons just decide we don't want my they Ryan need. anymore? But that, that's not <laughs> about it. We that, have three going off the board right out the gate. And the Falcons could because they they've been I mean they're talking about shopping Julio Jones they're they're and Matt Ryan is kind of on the back end of his career so finding a backup for him while you have the number four is is not a bad move they could make uh, yeah, better I, ones like but somebody do like the Chiefs thing right like remember when the Chiefs traded up to get Mahomes. Like the Falcons are a prime example of a yeah. team that they don't need a quarterback, but man, it would be nice to get a quarterback in there under Matt Ryan. And like, you want to talk about setting yourself up really no, go, go ahead, Dustin. Sorry. That, that works out so much better almost every time. If they yeah. can that quarterback sit for a year or even two, I don't know. And let them, marinate and mature and learn and grow and develop what he needed to. I mean, Pat Mahomes said he didn't even know how to identify a Mike linebacker going into the NFL, which is the easiest thing to do. Like as a D like reading a defense, he didn't even know how to read like cover two, cover three, any of that. And then he had the great Alex Smith to help him out. Yeah. So, so like, and, and, and sitting behind Matt Ryan of all quarterbacks, like the dudes played at a very good level for a very long time, even though he's had, some misfortunes here and there, but you 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 get to sit behind. Falcons are in a good spot for QB. I'm gonna go over. Fuck it, I'm going over. Yes, I'll be the one. I'll be the one to do it. Yeah, just because I, I talked myself into it because of that Falcons thing. Because it is so possible. Because Matt Ryan, like if Matt Ryan announced retirement next year, wouldn't be surprised in the least bit. Wouldn't yeah. be. I like, don't hate it. I mean, it's a tough pick. I've debated both uh, like all day today. I was just sitting there like, which one am I going to go? Which one am I going to go? I'll, I'll be the one to take the over. I'll be the one to take the yeah. over just because of I that. I think both. I think like sometimes we have stupid picks and stuff in these, but I don't think either one is a stupid pick because no. if we've learned anything from NFL drafts, teams will reach on a quarterback if they feel like this is the guy that they need and, for their future. And, and there's so many teams. Sucks. Yeah. Well, and there's and, so and, many teams that need quarterbacks. But he, here's here's where it is also. A lot of these teams in this top 10 could very easily just trade down and get out of the top 10 to one of these teams way a little bit lower yeah. 
like like this Washington or Chicago like the Patriots, or, like the Washington football yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Like like there's so many of these teams down lower that I could see the top ten trading up for or trading yeah, out of San Francisco at three, man. That's where the yeah, they hold the cards. That's why streaming this tomorrow, those first 10 picks will be fun because it all I've, I'm with Dustin. It all comes down to what San Francisco does. God, they hold yeah. the cards on this I'm, one. I'll take the over. I'm taking the over on this one because like of it. because of the possibility or potential of them looking for a backup for, for yeah. Ryan. Because if San Francisco wasn't smoke screening it and they pick Mac Jones, it's going to be five. I, I It's going to be five. For all sure. Right, all right. I like this. All right. I think we got a good bet going. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this uh whole whole draft segment and put this up on YouTube. Yeah, this will be a fun little yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say that after the show. I was like, put this yeah, on yeah, YouTube. No, this is gonna be a good little YouTube pinch. All right, uh we do need to move on in the episode though. We're kinda dragging a little bit over. Um do we have any other news that we wanted to talk about in the NFL though before we move to NBA? I think that pretty much covers it. Cool, cool. I mean, if you're listening to us on Friday, that first round was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Damn, did good. Damn wow. editing timing. Frickin' Mac Jones to San Francisco. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, all right. Let, let's go ahead and talk a little bit of NBA, and then we'll, we'll wrap up the episode. Oh, no. And then we got some MLB after that. We got some stuff to the cover still. All right. Uh, this is uh, NBA check-in. Every time. I, uh, I can't not love that. I don't know. Gets it, me so pumped it's hard up to for not NBA. Get a little, like, a little, like, <laughs> you know what? You know what it is, though? It's it's that damn Warriors locker room image every single time going and just everybody lit. All right. Uh, so as far as the NBA win pool update, uh, I am still squeaking ahead little by little. I think I'm gaining some distance one one tiny game at a time. Uh, Dustin sitting at third place with 166 wins. I am in second place. With 169 wins, and Brooks is not even in the conversation anymore. We're not going to even talk about his 202 wins. Um, so, uh, Brooks, go ahead and take the helm on this. What do you got for us in the NBA shotgun this week? What's the news? What's happening around the NBA? Yeah, so the season is coming to a close here shortly. Most teams are under 12 games left. It's notable things from the NBA. Steph Curry. We've talked about him the last couple episodes because he's been on a streak. And, well, that streak ended up being that he hit the most threes ever in the NBA in a single month. Um, Just an insane streak that he's had this last month, just going off time and time again, multiple games with, like, more than 10 threes. He's just been incredible uh, single-handedly carrying this Warriors team. Somebody compared him. This is the Davidson Steph Curry, (laughs) you know, because he doesn't have anybody else out there with him. He's carrying this team by himself. So he's been on an impressive streak. The Warriors are kind of firmly in that play-in game uh, race right now. They're they're, that 10 seed uh, in the West. So keep watching for that. That's a team you don't want to face in the playoffs if Curry is playing like this. You see the Mavericks take care of them last night, though? Yeah. Mavericks took care of them. They hit them with a 28-0 run in the first Ooh. half, and that game was over. Who, who was it that the Mavericks beat a couple couple nights ago? I watched that Lakers. Game. Was it Lakers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they it was beat close. the Lakers back. It was a good game. Back to back. Yeah. I was watching that game. That was a good yeah, game. All right, sorry. Go, go ahead, Brooks. Didn't mean to interrupt there, but I was like, that, I was just, that game, 
I, I watched that one from beginning to finish. I was like, why? Why is this so entertaining? Love it. Love. Yeah. Uh, yeah, AD returned, and I didn't put that in the notes, but AD's back. He's getting his, you know, game back. Obviously, he was out for a while, so it's going to take a little bit for him to get back into full, you know, minutes mode. But they're they're still kind of managing those minutes, and I'm sure they're going to for the rest of the season. Another player that returned, as we mentioned before, in our shot bet, Kevin Durant came back all of a sudden out of nowhere. Boo. Uh, came back 33 points in his debut. Um, back from this like tenth injury he's had yeah. this season, the heavily um, injured KD scored thirty three. But so he's back, so the Nets are you know back to being a team to contend with as long as him and Kyrie are in that lineup. Harden looks like he's going to be done yeah. for the rest of this oh, regular man. season. Maybe back in the postseason, we'll see. Just always, you know, three very or Harden hasn't been injured a lot in his career. But Kyrie and KD are two guys that you just never know on their health situation. So that that just makes the Nets' whole playoff run intriguing to me is just who's going to be healthy. They've only played seven games with all three of them. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But so, so yeah, random, something random, to monitor. Random question, Brooks. Um, do you think this – because uh, because it's Harden sitting out and KD and Kyrie both have – injury prone uh, history do you think this still might ever be enough to make uh philadelphia the favorite out of the east i would still i think philly is my favorite if simmons comes back healthy because when you look at it kyrie irving not great defender james harden terrible defender kevin durant when he was healthy, good defender, but now he's not. He's not the same Kevin Durant that that was. They don't have any post-defender presence. Blake Griffin isn't a defender anymore. Mm-mm. DeAndre Jordan is a joke. So who's going to guard Joel Embiid? Nobody. Nobody's going to guard Joel Embiid. Yeah. Ben Simmons is a top defender. He's probably the best defender in the NBA. If he's True. healthy, he can at least switch on to any one of those guys and take him out for that time span. They've got Danny Green, who's a good defender. Um, they've got guys who can knock down threes. I think, for me, the Sixers are the favorite right now. I would, okay. I would take the Sixers. You hear that? No. What? What? Me, me complimenting Danny Green? He's not on my team anymore. So whatever. Screw him. Well, hold on. He commented. He complimented his defense, not his three-point shooting. All right. Yeah. <laughs> defense. Defense, Dustin. They cut it. On the Instagram, <laughs> my good shooters. I mean, Seth Curry. Okay, uh, no, no. Um, I was just, I was just kind of curious because, like, it, that that is a big. Uh, that's becoming a big narrative for the Nets this year. Is that they 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 have a one of the best big threes as far as scoring goes. I think uh, possibly ever assembled in the NBA. But again, uh, KD's injury prone, Kyrie's injury prone, and now we have Harden that might come back in the playoffs and is is on the verge of being an injury prone type of player. Um and so I was just kind of curious. I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to see if you they're, thought There's just so much unknown with them. And yeah, yeah. If they're coming in healthy, if they were healthy, no doubt nets, but I just for like, some reason I feel like they're going to fall short. I mean, heck, even Milwaukee, man, even Milwaukee with Giannis. Who's going to guard Giannis on that team? Nobody. And then you've got Giannis who can guard probably Kevin Durant pretty well and Drew Holiday, who's also one of the top three defenders in the league. So and 
with 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 Milwaukee kind of get catching that three seed, Nets might catch them a little bit earlier than expected. Um, no, that would be that would be in the final. That would be Eastern Conference Finals. I thought that'd be semis. They would play the they would play the four seed, who is the next team we'll talk about here. Okay, okay, go. Ahead. Um, the one versus the four is the New York Knickerbockers, man. The Knickerbockers. They won nine straight. Yeah, they have. The Knicks are back, folks. <laughs> um, the Knicks have been one of the. Not one of the. They've been the best surprise in the NBA oh, this yeah. season. They have not a great roster. You don't look at any of those guys and think that this is a winning team. But Julius Randle has Done. become an all-star and one of the best players in the NBA this season. And they've got a bunch of role players who just do what they're supposed to and play good, consistent minutes. They play really hard defense because they play that Coach Thibodeau minutes uh, on the defensive side and then they've got a guy who's a certified baller and Julius Randle who can go get you buckets and they're the four seed in the Eastern Conference and they they're not a joke I I don't think this is a fluke of a season I think they are a legit team and while I don't think that they'll actually compete with the Nets or whoever they play in the second round it has been a fun story to watch in the NBA. The NBA is better with the Knicks being a good basketball team. Um, and so it's kind of been fun to watch them. They went on nine-game winning streak that was ended by Chris Paul and the Suns the other night. But, hey, they're cool. catching fire at the right time. They're starting but to play really good here's, basketball. Here's my problem with the Knicks. <laughs> okay. Thibodeau's teams always do this. Yeah. And then he wears them out because he's playing them. Literally, R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle are number one and two in minutes on the season in the league. And he wears them out, and they putter out by the end of the year. I mean. What, was was, was, he, uh, was he there whenever, whenever we had the whole Jer- Jeremy Lin phenomenon? No, no, no. <laughs> no, he was the Bulls coach okay. back when Derrick Rose, when Derrick Rose got. Yo, Kim Noah even said, like, okay, okay. Was in the hell out, like, by playing them so much and so hard every game. And I just, I don't know. It uh, either benefits you or it doesn't because, you know, if you watch some of these last few games, they've been in overtime and they have more durability in some of those games and they're able to win them. But, yeah, I mean, it's a shortened season, so I, I doubt that it'll affect them that much come playoffs. But, I mean, RJ's like 20 years old, so come on. Kid can play. Mm-hmm. Jalen Randall's like 24, 25. Come on, play him. Play him. Oh, I agree, but, I mean, it's just a pattern that's been going on for 15 yeah. years now of Tom Thibodeau runs his teams into the ground with as much minutes as possible, and we play hard every night type of basketball, and it's never paid off. And it's never even gotten to the finals, so I. It's hard yeah, to but it's still uh, there's no denying that he's a good coach because look at all the teams that he's been at and how they've been when he's there. I mean, he took the Timberwolves to the playoffs, and he's going to bring the Knicks to the playoffs, which is something nobody saw at the beginning of the season. And I guess the other kind of storyline teams trending in the wrong direction is uh, one of Dustin's teams is Blazers. Man, they've kind of been in a free fall lately. They were there competing for that five seed with the Lakers, and then they've just 
fallen off. They've lost nine of their last 11 games, nine of their last 12. I think they won last night. So nine of their last 12 games that they've lost. And they're this just model of, hey, we're going to try to beat you with offense. We They have the third worst defense in NBA history this year. They're trending history? in that direction. History. Oh, shit. Not just not just this league or this year. History. Oh, wow. They are literally all offense, no defense. Um, have to blow this up. Like, they cannot continue with. Yeah. Terry Stotts, their coach who's been there for a while, he's been rumored to be on the hot seat for a little while. And. I did like him as a coach, but I think it's the time that, hey, maybe his voice has been there a little too long. You need to mix it up, bring in somebody new. I don't know what they do with their personnel because you have two bona fide stars, right? Like Damian Lillard is a top 10 player in the league. CJ McCollum is a top offensive player in the league, but they don't do anything defensively for you. And yeah. I mean, Carmelo is a good role player at this point in his career, but no defense. Um, so they they've got some they've got some things in their future that they've got to got to attend to, and it'll be curious to see what happens with them. But right now, you know, they went from being a five six seed to now they're going to be one of those playing teams. It looks like they're going to be right there on that seven eight line. Maybe at this rate, they're going to drop out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they'll be in the play. I mean, there's no way they're not going to make the play in tournament because I mean, look at the teams at the bottom Pelicans four games out of it. And they're six games ahead of them. The, the I mean, the last 10 for, 12 games for, for Portland hasn't been bad. Three out of seven. Like, yeah, considering that bad streak they were on, uh, they're, they're still winning some games here. There's no, like they'll, 11 they'll games in. left for most teams, so they'll yeah. they're not going to fall that far out yeah. of it. But so, there's they'll... definitely some a disappointing end of the season that had pretty good hopes at the beginning when Dame Lillard was just going off, yeah, left and, and right. But and I, I I hope they don't. I I hope that they make a a, a tournament run or not a tournament run a postseason <laughs> run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A <laughs> postseason run. I, I hope they do. Just because like Dame is so much fun to watch in the postseason, dude. So much fucking fun. I know. We talked about the NCAA tournament for so long that it's just like still well, it's gonna on fill the tip of my tongue. Those, those playing games are going to feel tournament-esque. So it's going to be like a fun addition. And we'll talk about that once we get closer to that happening. But, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up the NBA shotgun this week, guys. Cool. Nice job, Brooks. That was fun. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and move forward to baseball. That ball here, way back. He looks up. You can't put it on the ball. Yes. Um, not not too too much going on with baseball right now, but uh, the Padres and the Dodgers series was was entertaining. Um, there was the whole bat flip thing, and then uh, who was it? Was uh, Bauer? Who, who was the pitcher? I, I that Trevor Bauer. Yeah. And he came out, and I loved I loved his comment on that, his whole take on it, which was, the dude's just out here, he got a good hit, and you know a lot of pitchers the very next time up would start trying to throw at his head for that kind of a that kind of a reaction, that kind of a bat flip or whatever it is, and for me the guy just got a good hit, and I think that needs to be the direction of baseball, and that was his response, and perfect response, and and it, it has to be the direction of baseball. It has to be about these home runs 
and these celebrations and these reactions to get people watching baseball regular season again. Because right now it, it's 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 boring. I, I I literally turned down an invite to go watch a free Astros game tomorrow. Like I like I would love to go, but I'm like I'm just tired enough to where I can't get myself to go do it. Like COVID sucks. Yes, that's why I'm that tired. But like still, like if it was really good. I would want to go. I would want to go drive to go watch that. And so, like, it's these bat flips and those moments like that that make you want to go watch regular season stuff. It was nuts watching though. Fernando Tatis Jr. had two home runs off of Clayton Kershaw, and then the next night hit two bombs off of another Cy Young winner, Trevor Bauer, like back to back nights, like nuts. Yeah, you should celebrate that. Yeah, and. Yeah. He's one of the most electric players in baseball and like good for Trevor Bauer getting behind that. Yeah. Like, hey, well, Trevor Bauer is one of the most electric guys, pitchers too. So striking guys sure. out they get to celebrate hitting bombs off of me. Yeah. And, but that series, I mean, if you want to get fans back into baseball, just have them play 162 games against each other. <laughs> I've watched half. I would easily watch because like it was playoff. Like in, in every single one of these games, it's been like a freaking you know, NLCS. It's just, it's fun. It's a fun series. It's two fun teams in a up and coming beloved rivalry in baseball. It's kind of taking over as like the main rivalry, um, just loaded on both ends. Um, so the next thing to take a look at though, and, <laughs> and, and if, if y'all don't remember, I'll, I'll remind you, don't worry. I picked the Kansas only reason city. I threw it in there. I picked Kansas city. <laughs> And y'all were like, what? Why? And I'm like, I don't know. It just feels right. And there was, I literally, I, I can't like try to actually brag about it at all because it was literally just a bullshit pick. And I was just kind of like, all right, well, you know, Kansas City's maybe do. I don't know. And fucking, and, and both of you are like, that's dumb. They had a horrible season last year. That was a dumb pick. And sure, Watch for them to fall out like the Mariners. <laughs> they might. They probably fall. will. But for right now, I'm going to, I'm going to embrace. My 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 pick for the for the AL Central and some of Arlie's random hot takes have become like real here. Like the Royals have been good. Arlie said the Suns would compete for a one seed in the NBA, and look at their game back of the one seed. Come on, I, I, that that one I felt like was a good prediction. Is that mean his Jags pick when they take Trevor Lawrence? They're gonna win. Y'all his- be ready. It might happen if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, Ian uh, doesn't I, have to take so many shots, <laughs> dude. dude. <laughs> like, it is, it is completely possible for one of these crackpot the things to play won, out. The Suns one, let's come down. The Lakers got injured. A lot of teams have injuries. You know, weird yeah. season. So you know, <laughs> but it still came true. Royals are sitting there in first place with fourteen and eight. Oh yeah, it's early. <laughs> It's very early. No, no. Um, but hey, and weekly check in. The Red Sox are still good. Red Sox are still good. Astros are moving on the way up. They, they, they've. I, I, oh God, Astros are such a. It's such a like great hard team to pull for because like they do great, but then they do really bad. But like if you look at the uh, the run differential for them in the in the AL West. Everybody else is in the negative differential. Massive. Astros are plus 23. Everybody else is in the negative. Not that up last week. Yeah, it's massive. Like, insane. Like, they can put up, like, uh, I think uh, last week 
they 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 had a sixteen to two win. Yeah. Out of the blue. For no reason. Fucking uh but anyways, all right. Um I think that's gonna kinda wrap up the episode. Ooh. I don't think we have too too much else to be talking about today. Uh, obviously if you're watching live, we'll be here live for a little bit tomorrow. We're going to watch the first round or first at 10 picks. And uh, we'll try and watch that live with you guys. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump to final shots. Dustin, you got it. You got the opener on this one. What is your final shot for the week? Yeah, we're staying in baseball. You haven't caught it. The Pioneer League, little independent minor league baseball team, minor league baseball league is getting rid of extra innings. They are going to a five-pitch uh, for each team home run derby. Basically like a soccer shootout with one player. Five-pitch home run derby for extra innings. I love it. Let's That's go. so good. Yeah, it's awesome. It was always one of those ideas I've heard. He didn't a tie. And then they said, we're going five pitch home run derby. I was like, "Let's go!" <laughs> awesome. So who's who's throwing the pitches? I don't know. I, there was not that much explanation on that part. Good question, though. But it was literally a maybe. It's like the home run derby. You get your own pitcher out there and get to crank out five home runs. Like, like, like do you get you like? Are you allowed to get your dad on the field to pitch you for sure. for for? A bunch of slow pitches <laughs> over the center plate, or today's lucky fan of the game. Gets to throw <laughs> yeah, like okay, I, I like it though. No, no, that that that's exciting. That is exciting. Section twelve, <laughs> row twenty, seat five. Derby at the All Star game. You get your pitching coach out there that throws BP all the time, bro. I love and it. You get. Joey Gallo out there against Xander Bogarts or whoever y'all's bomber is. JD Martinez, come on. Martinez. Sorry, I couldn't think of anybody else on the Red Sox. Xander Bogarts. I mean, that's a good pick too. <laughs> but I mean, how electric would that be? Like that's, that's yeah. freaking great. I love it. All right. Yeah. Good, good, good final shot. Great final shot. Cheers to that one. All right, Brooks. Uh final shot for the week, man. What do you got for us? I'm going to kind of do a twofer here. Ooh, twofer. A little one on women's college basketball. Baylor's longtime head oh, yeah. coach, Kim Mulkey, has left the program for LSU, which kind of caught everybody by surprise, I think, especially after her 21 years at Baylor, um, leaving a program that she built into like a national title contender every year to go to LSU. Um, so, you know. <laughs> Suck it, Baylor. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to hopefully falling back to mediocrity in women's basketball. So that's always good. Then on a somber note in the men's college basketball side, uh, Terrence Clark, Kentucky player last year, 19-year-old, oh, yeah. was going to the NBA draft, was killed in a car accident last week. Um, and that kind of happened, I think, right when we were doing the KJ Allen interview, because right after I got off, that's when I saw that news. Yeah. Just heartbreaking, man. It's just one of those things that lets you know life is so short. Um, a kid who had a lot of talent, who was going to go to the NBA, had a future ahead of him, and life was just taken from him. Um, so, you know, our, our thoughts and prayers to his family who's going through this rough time, the Kentucky Wildcat family who's going through this rough time. 
Um, you know, from all accounts, it seemed like he was just a great kid and you hate that, man. It just makes you sick, makes you sick to see that when that news broke, it was, it was awful to see. It's awful to see, uh, especially his teammate was there and his mom was in the car and, um, just horrible. And so we just wanted to, uh, just, yeah, yeah. It, it needed just a awful. It needed a mention. Uh, that, that really does suck. And, and I'm sure the NBA will probably give him an honorary draft pick. Um, they'll, they'll, they always look out for their own. And, um, but you hate to see it. Life's short. So, you know, always take the time to hit up your family, hit up your friends. Cause we don't know what, what time we got on this planet, man. And uh, when you see a, a young kid like that leave before his time, it just kind of makes you realize, realize what you got take you know advantage of it guys so true statement all right man uh no nah, it's very true yeah i think that broke literally right after we got done with the with the kj allen interview yeah. like literally right after that broke yeah because i had got off and got on twitter just to kind of see some stuff and yep, yep. that was I the first thing there saw the post about it yeah no it's uh, it sucks being not being able to i guess tell that person what you want to tell them anymore. And so um, everybody that, that is a friend of family of his, everybody that knew him personally, obviously uh, hearts and prayers, thoughts and prayers out to you. Hopefully your, your healing's doing okay, but sucks. Yeah. You're right though. Literally everything that was told about him, all positive stuff, had yeah. a good shot at, at a great career and a great future. And uh, obviously that got cut a little bit shorter than it should have been. Um, no, my my final shot for the week is just just uh, thanks to you two. Uh, that's that's my final shot for the week. Y'all y'all kept the show going. Uh, obviously, without me very very well. Uh, I think uh, I think I think Brooks really crushed it last week with the hosting and with the interview and leading everything. So thank you to both of you guys. Obviously, one of our best weeks that we've had on the pod. Uh, we 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 had that top thirty, which is still. An insane thing to me, uh, considering this is just literally three friends that met in Lubbock, and you know, friends and family and uh, uh, of, of of Texas Tech, and so it's just kind of cool for us. What at uh, twenty nine episodes in to be breaking into the top thirty for an episode, phenomenal stuff there. And so, uh, thank you to you guys. Y'all, y'all are my final shot for the week. Don't have any big sports news or anything like that that I want to talk about. Uh, all right, guys. Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, clink. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap up the episode with that great week we had so far. Uh, good episode. I had a lot of fun this week, guys. Um, yeah. make sure, uh, you look, you, you, you get your vote in early on this. Uh, we're, we're probably going to be posting the QB draft thing. Uh, again, right after this, we yeah, will try to get it right, out there after, right after this. That way, y'all will have your shot at your at your uh, shot bet for the QB draft to join us on that. Again, it is quarterbacks drafted in the top ten. Four and a half is the line. So if you think it's going to be four or less, or if you're going to think if you think it's going to be five or five, uh, I don't think it's possible for six. But anyways, five or more, uh, that is going to be the line. <coughs> excuse me, the line. For the NFL draft uh, shot bet, the second shot bet that we have 
is the NBA game between the Denver Nuggets and the LA Lakers. Dustin and Brooks took the Nuggets. I, I'm riding with the Lakers on this one, hoping that LeBron will come back and maybe maybe I'll, I'll catch a little little upset on these two. Um, so that's going to be the shot bets for this week. Make sure that if you're not already following the podcast on social media, you follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. Give us a search and follow on Instagram and Facebook as well. As far as our personal accounts, uh, Dustin, you can find him at Dustin Wimmer 22. Calvin B. Barrett is where you find Brooks. And me, you can find me at Blanca where the L is a one. Um, and uh, make sure you hit up the YouTube channel, the new one that we got going. Uh, definitely go hit that up with it with a with a follow. That's definitely kind of catching some traction. Um, and as always, as far as the podcast goes, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review. You give us that five stars. You give us a good comment, and you give us the subscription on on iTunes. And if you're just listening on Spotify, uh, make sure you still hit us with that subscription. The podcast is growing, and uh, obviously, thank you to everybody listening. Y'all have been a big, big, huge part of that. Um, lastly, this week's t-shirt giveaway is is about the draft. And so if you interact with any of our posts this week on any social media, so we'll have it on Facebook, we'll have it on, on Instagram, we'll have it on Twitter. If you interact with those posts, comment, leave any sort of predictions, talk some mess to somebody, doesn't matter. Uh, any kind of comment going in that segment about the uh, draft this week will enter you for the chance of this week's uh, t-shirt giveaway. So that will be your chance to become a part of the tailgate crashers. Um, I think that wraps up the week guys. Do we have anything else we want to kind of talk about? Sweet. Solid episode. Had a ton of fun. Super happy to be back. Definitely miss, missed uh, podcasting with you guys instead of uh, in the background pushing buttons, but uh, (laughs) happy to be back. We will be live tomorrow for a little bit on the Twitch. So um, if you want to come hang out with us, I guess by the time the pod's out, you will. This would have been yesterday. So be on yesterday um, on <laughs> on Twitch. <laughs> people, people listening live. If you want to hang out with us during the draft, that'll be there. We can probably clip this little bit out and throw that out there for people. Um, but hopefully, you join us. We'll be watching the top ten draft picks tomorrow night and uh, or Thursday night, and uh, hopefully, you get a shot to join us. That, I think, wraps up the episode, and uh, we will be catching you guys Thursday evening. Catch y'all at the next tailgate, yo. (laughs) Peace.